Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. We have a special edition Christmas issue, I guess you would say almost, but uh, podcast show. We have Lawrence Taylor here. He's with Daisy. And uh, Daisy, of course, has a whole theme, a whole what movie book oh it's got, it's it, our uh, time of year and uh, first of all merry christmas yeah merry christmas to you lawrence yeah, this is uh our time of year you know they uh, it's said uh, the daisy red rider is america's number one christmas gift and and the uh the movie that runs 24 48 hours constantly during the holiday season kind of really supports that yeah and and so the reason why we we bring Lawrence in, LT in, and talk about uh, Daisy BB Gun is because most guys that are fishermen, they're hunters. And so they all started when they were younger with a red rider. We had a, uh, we had a study done about eight years ago that uh, caught people coming out of Bass Pro and Cabela's and things like that and asked right. them, um, you know, what was the first gun that you ever shot? And 80, over 80% said uh, it was a BB gun, and but over 80% of those people said it was a Daisy BB gun. Yeah, I can believe that. Easy enough. So uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, we'll start with your history. So some people that are listening to the show obviously know that you came from the fishing industry into Daisy, but you worked for a while at, at a fishing uh, company. Right, and right. so, um, worked for some wonderful brands, uh, Yum and Booyah and, and Hedden, some classic brands, Arbogast, you know, some of those that I just sneak back and look through old catalogs for hours at a time and hide from everybody and, and, uh, just kind of gaze through the old Hedden catalogs from 1887 1890 and what they were doing back then is really interesting yeah and the industry's really changed (laughs) it's changed a little bit (laughs) a little bit but i mean the internet's changed it some and so um it's it is what it is i know one uh we used to do a lot of uh trips you know media trips and you'd have us come along and we had a great media trip over on Grand Lake. We have to tell at least one fishing story. Okay. Right. Uh, we good. were over there with Terry Scroggins, and, and Terry and I were up front, and we were catching fish on a football head jig, and Lawrence was in the back, and he's struggling real hard. And Terry and I are looking at each other, and we're giggling because we know what the deal is. We're doing like the Biffle Shuffle, I guess. You know, We're reeling it, and... Lawrence is back there. He's working his jig a little, and then he's pausing it, and he's working a little bit, and he, they might nip at it, and he would set the hook. Terry and I would be up front there just mm-hmm. like, he, he done. And yeah, the key was to keeping it moving and just ticking right. the rock every once in a while. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, until I learned that, I don't think I caught a fish. <laughs> you didn't, but finally we, <laughs> we, like, we queued you in, but sometimes it's just like that you know sometimes you just have to be cued into the right thing to get the bite so what was your what's your most famous memory of fishing fishing was it in the industry or was it fishing as a kid um it's it would be a two-parter um i fished lake falcon with alton jones wow um, and caught um one that went over 10 pounds and uh just when I, when I came back, it was uh, it was like, well, I'm not even interested in fishing around around Tulsa here. Right. Know, I'm not going to do any better than that. Uh, yet went out to a little uh, public lake 
uh, Bixoma outside of Bixby, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And um, for just f- fun fishing with a friend and caught one right. that was over 11 pounds. And that was like two months after I'd come back from fishing with Alton. So um, that's probably one of my strongest memories. Wow. There you go. Well, let's talk about Red Rider. You're here. Yeah. And, and so... They have Christmas edition Red Riders, or how's that there, work? There's there's two versions. There's the regular Red, red Rider that you per- can purchase all year long, and um, and for Christmas time, uh, we do an exclusive uh, Christmas Dream or Christmas Wish Red Rider that uh-huh. uh, you can get at Walmart. Right, you'll, you'll see those in those big aisle stoppers that the packages right in the aisle. That, the big Christmas dream, and that of course that comes from the Christmas movie, Christmas story movie, and it has a uh, compass in the stock and this thing which tells oh, wow. time on it. Right. So, yeah. like the original one, yeah. is that correct? Right, right. Which, uh, believe it or not, was not even made when uh, when the book was uh, the story was written for Christmas Story. Right. Um, the author had gotten two different uh, BB guns mistaken in his mind and and the one that had the compass and the and the sundial in the stock was a pump bb gun we made back then and the red rider never had that but of course i said well for the movie we're going to make it that way so right so we had six of them made that way and for the movie and then a few years after that started doing some christmas specials that would have that on the stocks so what sticks out in the movie? Is it someone losing their eye? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lesson. Oh, yeah. It's a lesson that you always should wear safety glasses when you're shooting a BB gun. It's, yeah. it's a little round thing that ricochets off any hard surface. So, right. So, yeah, you should always wear your safety glasses. That's just a joke because I know safety's first in the thing. And actually, that's the whole point of getting um, a BB gun for a lot of parents for their kids is to – Teach them safety first, and isn't right. that right? We uh, uh, say that uh, Red Rider teaches more lessons than public schools. It, you learn right. gun safety um, and marksmanship with a tool that, uh, if you make a mistake, it's not a fatal mistake. Right. So, and you actually actually have a national championship BB gun contest, do you not? Right. We do every summer around 4th of July. We have the uh-huh. Daisy Nationals, and it's a uh, five-meter, four-position um, championship match for kids age 8 to 15. And that's kind of a step up from this gun, though. The gun, they're yes. actually, they're moving into marksmanship. Right. right. They, they use one of our competitors, uh, air rifles is the 499b and it is the most accurate bb gun that you can buy for short range shooting all right all right so uh kind of a fantasy trip for someone who loves red riders would that be to the museum in rogers well sure sure come down during the middle of the summer uh and go visit the uh the air gun museum we've got the world's largest uh daisy red rider propped up against the building right um and Go over and see the Daisy Nationals and, uh, you know, just enjoy being with the kids. So Walmart carries your uh, BBs for the world's largest gun? Or? <laughs> they would be the size of a ping pong ball. <laughs> It'd be pretty big. It would be big. Yeah. Tell us more about the museum because it's, I know people come from all over, all over the world. Do they not? Right. They do. Uh, in fact, they recently put up a new, we had a, a map 
of the United States that everyone who come in would take could take a pen and put it at their hometown. Right. But we had to add one of the world because wow. we're having so many visitors from overseas that would come in and want to put the pen in the map of their hometown. So um, the it's on uh, right downtown, old part of Rogers in the, uh-huh. in the really cool area, historical district, and. Uh, uh-huh. You can go in and see air guns like what Lewis and Clark carried on their, when they did their exploration. Right. And then you can follow the history of Daisy. You know, it started in 1881 or so as an um, iron windmill company. It right. wasn't, wasn't making BB guns um, and was not doing well. And um, this guy brought brings in this BB gun and... and they look at it and shoot it in the trash can, and the guy says, "Well, that's a daisy," and um, that's kind of how the name came about. Right. And we started giving them away when someone would buy a a, a windmill. So, right. and then of course they got more popular than the windmills. So we stopped making windmills and just became a BB gun company. So how did it get from there into Rogers, Arkansas? It was in Plymouth, Michigan, outskirts of Detroit. And uh, by about, it was 1958, we made the move to come down to Rogers because Rogers is centrally located for shipping um, anywhere in the U.S. It was um, the management at the time had visited several times and loved the people and the work ethic and you could get a full day's work for a full day's pay and just brought more than 100 people down from Michigan to Rogers then. And the old manufacturing location has actually changed to another location. Right. right. But well, like you took the sign, didn't you? Right. The sign is classic. I, you know, I, I wish that I had grown up here so that especially this time of year when there's lights on houses and everything, uh-huh. that old daisy neon sign just would be a high point of any time, you know, being outside, driving around. So Right. So how many, how many Red Rider type BB guns do you make? Do you make quite a few? Well, and how make, many BB guns do you sell overall? Stock? Uh, on a yearly basis, we sell in excess of a quarter million BB wow. guns. Um, we have a pretty extensive line with the Model 25 pump, which is a, a yeah. pretty popular gun. Uh-huh. Um, we have the Buck, which is a smaller version. It's made for the smallest frame shooter. It just it fits, you know. It's is that just, the youth, like the youth right, one? The, is that what they right? Uh-huh. It's just this long, and and it's nothing more uncomfortable than trying to teach a kid to to shoot and and you know improve his marksmanship when he's got the, the stock is too long and it's under his under, right. under his armpit and you know you can't so if you get a gun that fits the kid better you're going to have more success teaching gun safety and teaching marksmanship because right. they'll actually be able to look right down the barrel and get that sight picture right so let's talk about targets so people know that now you have that do you have some targets that they they could shoot at so they're not just shooting you know, somewhere where they shouldn't. Sure, we've got um, we've got the the shoot Red Rider shooting gallery is a, a box about yay big that you punch out the front and it's got a, a BB stop in there and you can hang targets in it and that actually is really popular where it's cold a lot of times because you can put it at the end of the hallway or you can right. put it down in the basement. You can shoot inside. Uh huh. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, 
wintertime activity, I right, guess. Right. So we've been known to shoot one or two BB guns right. uh, out the back here. So uh, that's right. So that's pretty cool. Um, what else can you tell us that we might not know about uh, Red Riders? Well, um, we've been making them since 1940. Right. Um, it took us about 10 years or so to sell the first million, but after that, we've, you know, we're selling, we've just increased, it seems, almost yearly till we hit the pandemic year. Right. We just skyrocketed because everyone oh. wanted something to do at home, something uh-huh. they could do in their backyard with their family or you know, so even inside. So um, the pandemic was really, really good for business. Right. It was good for a lot of businesses. Yeah. Bad for others. Yeah. Good right. for some. Tragic. For you see, and that takes us into Tackle Time. Tackle Time sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits. Anything that you're fishing for, they got a lure that can catch them, so make sure you check out their lures at picolures.com. Uh, Lawrence, tell them a fishing story about me, because you've you've been in the boat with me a bunch of times. So. Uh, well, I think that once we were uh, fishing Washita, and uh, it was freezing cold. It was in December, and, and I had to run up to the store to get coffee, I think, before we got out on the water, and I bought a... Uh, I bought a, a fruit pie and stuck it in my pocket. And then, uh, I don't know if you even remember that, about three hours later, I stuck my hand in there and the pie had come out of the carton that it was in. And I stuck my hand. It was all over my keys and all over my hands. And all over, you don't remember that. <laughs> no, but I that would have been one. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence isn't going to miss a meal, so. <laughs> no, I got to have snacks. Like, likewise, he had to go get a real job and yeah. stop playing around with fishing. No. So. I'm ready to go play around with some fish right now. Brother. That's what we're off to do. We're yeah. going to go catch some. So it's that time of year. It's winter. We're going out and we're doing a lot of uh, live scope fishing. We're looking at the, we're looking at the fish on the graph. We're presentating, you know, like uh, putting a presentation of a spoon or a hair jig or a jerk bait, a swim bait type thing. So that's what we're, that's what we're looking at doing this time of year. And it's really fun. It's the water's clear. So we're getting some real clear images on our sonar unit. So that's what we're off to do. And uh, that means we got to keep going. So here we go. Uh, Like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water.